Welcome to the Movie Hour, episode 191, July 12, 2012. This episode of the Movie Hour contains movie plots and swearing. Sweet. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Thank you for joining us for tonight's special episode, the Mira Savino's Mighty Movie Hour. I'm Greg Maloney. I'm uh, known to some. I'm here as host for tonight's show, but I'm uh, also here as your guide, if you will. A guide to help you through this fantastic summer movie season, because it's such a blockbuster summer. Uh, Tonight, my most punctual co-host, Brother James, is here as well. Thank you for joining us tonight, James. Hey, how's it going? Oh, I just uh, just kind of laid it out how everything's going. It's 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 a summer. It's a summer movie. You know, it's kind of I don't know. It's not hot anymore. The storm, the dust storm of 2012 is over. So it's it's not uh, too hot, not too cold. It's just about right, actually. Yeah, it might be kind of nasty for this weekend. Is it? Oh, yeah, man. sticky at least. Yeah, and we're supposed to be running. Uh, the Great Lakes, really, this weekend, we're actually sponsored by quite a few people in Hollywood, but I will be there kind of as a uh, philanthropic event. I'm, Are you uh, sponsored by Comic-Con? That's going on this weekend, too. Yeah, I'm sp- sponsored by all those things. Uh, everything everything you can think of pretty much is there. It's and, already had its first casualty. Some lady died, got hit by a car, camping out. In, uh, San Diego? Yeah, the big one. Mm. Yeah. Somebody died camping out in a car, camping out in a tent and got hit by a car. They were camping out, trying to get early tickets, apparently. Some 53-year-old woman got hit by a car, like, crossing the street. People. Yeah. Wiley's just not that important. Whoever's no. in the car. Especially when you're 53. Yeah. That's, that's a dangerous game you play when you're a Twilight fan. I'm just going to take a sip of my whiskey after I say something like that. Whiskey. Mm. You want a whiskey? It's kind of a nasty, kind of intense drink. We need to get the interns on this and make this taste a little better, but... Uh, right, right. So we have a couple live listeners here. Thank you for joining us. I appreciate it. We, um, I want to mention Jeff is still not here. Our guest uh, host, Josh, who you remember from a couple episodes, but definitely last week. Uh, we sent out him and a team of interns uh, to go searching for him, but none of them returned. So they are pretty much assumed dead, but they could easily just be uh, on a heater at the craps table in Vegas. Neither would surprise me. They, like uh, It's Jeff and Josh and... I don't know how, how many did we we lost like seven interns. What what's that? We yeah, just, we keep sending them out and they okay. just don't return. Right. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what to do. Well, hopefully we'll see him soon. We'll see I'm him. not going out there. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's too important. We can't let the can't let the king king bee leave. Is there a king bee? Can I be the king bee? I'm gonna um, be the, sure. I'm gonna be it. So don't even bother. Uh, but I do also want to mention a uh, funny thing. Uh, the new friend of the show, Mia Servino. Um, Jeff would love this. Uh, Mia played Daisy in the TV version of Great Gatsby, which is the version that Paul Rudd was in. And I know he's talked about it before, and we've been talking about Great Gatsby, which is coming out in a little while, whatever, etc. I think it's Christmas. It's Gatsby Christmas? I'm thinking it. I want to say it is. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, but yeah, all on top of the things that are uh, that have come out recently, and the only thing I really want to discuss in terms of the High- Hunter's Highwood Hoopla recent events, uh, The Amazing Spider-Man, which came out last week, uh, James uh, reviewed it and it only made 62 million is that enough james we don't have the numbers guy here but 62 million for the amazing spider-man it seems like that's kind of shallow especially like that was the weekend gross i think it made 100 120 maybe for the whole long week hmm so yeah that, that seems kind of low especially with its you know the 3d and imax and smell vision and all that stuff that's wrapped into it 
Yeah, yeah. Smell of vision, yeah. of course. Of course. Yeah, I don't know. Like it seems like a low number. And we were talking about before where it was it's been pumped up for so long. Like there's been okay, we're finally remaking Spider Man. It seems like other reboots happened before Spider Man happened. Like there were just tons of reboots starting and Spider Man was the last one to make it and Yeah, plus like, it's probably got the most recent old version too so that probably doesn't help <laughs> it's like That's oh it's been two years okay let's throw another one out there right uh and it didn't really like it didn't have much competition brave still out obviously and ted came out the weekend before that and i was i was close to seeing ted but it, i still didn't make it i was thinking about getting a, a ted review but which is doing pretty good it's made what, over 100 million already yeah yeah ted we're gonna see more of it i'm guessing it's 120 million 50 million budget it's making bank so Ted 2, people. And don't confuse Ted with Ted Talks, which are amazing. Look them up sometime. Very, uh, very interesting discussions, Ted Talks. Uh, very, very fantastic stuff. Actually, that's one of the few links we have directly from the Gunga Pit. There are like three, and that's one of them. But uh, I have got to check it out. Yeah, you really should, because it's, it's amazing. And they're actually, not to put a bump on Netflix, but uh, Netflix is now, they're like grouping up uh, TED Talks are all these discussions, theories, just people coming in to give their ideas on sp- very specific examples or theories, whatever. And they... Uh, like Reaganomics? Right, like ergonomics. Like Reaganomics. Reaganomics, yeah. Reaganomics yeah. yes. Reaganomics, exactly. Um, and what they're doing is they're sort of like clumping them together and calling them a series. Like, okay, well, this will be the series on quantum mechanics or the series on philosophy and cow murdering stuff like that and they'll just put those together and put them on netflix as like a group of things and you can watch them it's kind of interesting but anyways uh i digress from from our uh, our moviness the really like in terms of the hoopla there's really not much going on the the, the spider-man sees two millions one thing the other thing is the stuff coming out this week which really isn't much you have the nice the ice age movie coming out which will be dominant between that and brave will take all the money and everything else is like it's kind of a black hole there's nothing else that's coming out that's not in limited theaters uh i just wanted to bring something up real quick that you talking about this kind of reminded me of uh dennis leary was subbing in for somebody to guest star on uh on uh the john stewart daily show and uh they were talking about his movies it's great when he's on there it's great when he's on there but yeah, yeah. like he had just been in spider-man and he you know he's in the ice age movie so he had a couple films coming out the plug but john stewart had this awesome comment and <laughs> he was like uh leary started talking about spider-man he's like you know why are you doing spider-man again since you were in the first one as the green right. goblin and i about died laughing it was funny. he does look like oh <laughs> and i actually i saw that same episode and they were joking about uh, how they get confused people will confuse them with the foe yeah, yep. yeah poor defoe man poor defoe <laughs> yeah get, i thought that was hilarious he confuses dennis leary willem defoe is amazing that yeah. guy's guy deserves all the credit in the world but that is uh yeah, I found it funny too, and it'll be like, how was he? Was he even funny in the Spider? You you reviewed it last week. Was he even funny in that movie? I don't no, know. If I it was pure serious yeah. in that. Interesting. He was good. good. I enjoyed him. Cool. It's kind of like uh, how serious he was in Demolition Man. Kind of like that. Yes, very much okay. so. All right, just want to make sure. <laughs> I want to make want to make sure it was on that uh, same level. Yes. Um, as mentioned before, uh, this might be a little bit of a, a truncated episode. Just the two of us. We've got a lot. We've got a lot of 
intellect between us, James. A lot of intellect, but uh, we might we'll have to see how far we can go. We've got a couple movie reviews, at least a couple things to discuss uh, first. James, how about you start with your movie, and we'll uh, we'll move on to some things I want to talk about. All right. Um, I ended up catching a movie called Everything Must Go from 2010. Uh, streamed it, uh, just kind of hanging out with some friends. Um, the movie is about an alcoholic who kind of relapses and ends up losing his job as a result of that. And then he decides, you know, he ends up having to go home and he goes home and all this shit's on the front lawn, all this furniture and the goods, you know, all that kind of stuff. Goes to the front door, he's locked out of his house, figures out that his wife has found out, you know, or, you know, is also having problems with him relapsing. Right. And has kicked him out, thrown all the shit on the, the lawn and changed the locks and he can't get back in the house. So he's kind of doesn't know what to do. His credit cards have been like, he's been cut off from everything. Basically. She just shut the door on everything and he can't even hire people to like move his shit somewhere. And, um, his buddy's a cop and he, they're getting a lot of complaints cause he's just kind of hanging out there for like an entire day and a couple days. And people are complaining that he's just out there, you know, against city ordinances so his cop buddy kind of comes over and says okay here i got you a four days leeway i kind of just you know submitted you as like doing a yard sale and that's why you're here but you know get your shit together and you know you know pull your life you know back together and do right so he ends up struggling with this and ends up deciding that's what he's going to actually do is sell all the shit and you know move on basically um the the alcoholic is played by Will Ferrell and he kind of toes the line between funny and like a sad dramatic style. Um, he does pretty good. Um, the weird part is, is he has the same cadence and delivery of lines that he does if he was doing a comedy. So every time he's doing a sentence, I'm always expecting some kind of joke, like punchline at the yeah, end. Of the there's just, yeah. I'm just like, always expecting it and there's not. And I mean, there is a little bit of, you know, humor to it. Um, I don't know if anyone saw... Because um, alcoholism is anything also funny. Anything. Right, right, yeah. But, uh, the, God, I forget the name of the movie now, where uh, he's hearing the, the narrator in his head, which is uh, all that. Yeah, you're talking... God damn it. It's, um, anyway, it's, it's... Stranger Than Fiction. Yeah, Stranger Than Fiction. So mm-hmm. it's... I mean, that one isn't like a pure comedy. It's more of a you know romantic kind of like weird fantasy type thing. But this is more serious than that, even more so. But uh, I think he does a, a pretty good job, and the sh- the movie is definitely his show. Like he's the only one in this that's got you know a decent amount of uh, of screen time. Um, right. Who plays sh- his friend? Um, the cop friend is uh, yeah. Michael Pena, who okay. I like, but he was kind of distracting in this. I didn't think he did a very good job acting in this uh, role. Um, he actually shares a decent amount of screen time, I guess, with uh, a neighborhood kid who he kind of half employs to help him sell stuff and watch the the store, quote unquote, um, while he's off doing other things. Um, and then the across the street neighbor also kind of he kind of um, hits off a friendship with her, and she's. Uh, I forget her actress name. It is uh, Rebecca Hall. She plays the wife in The Prestige. I don't know if anyone remembers. Yeah, that. yeah, she's also in uh, the town or whatever it was. Yeah, okay. I haven't. Yeah, just, uh, she's kind of weird. Yeah, uh... she was okay. There was a couple. There was one scene in particular that you know demanded quite a bit of drama from her and from Will, and 
she only half delivered it. I thought it could have been a better scene. But uh, yeah, and for those, uh, uh, it's always sunny fans out there. Uh, Glenn Howerton's in this, plays Dennis. And yeah, I've like, never heard of him yeah. being in it. <laughs> yeah, so it was kind of weird. Uh, he is an over the top. Serenity, apparently, at some point. Holy shit. No shit, really? Huh. Yeah, I'm looking that up right now. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, he plays an over the top douchebag boss who ends up having to fire Will Ferrell for his indiscretions. And then uh, Laura Dern also throws in an appearance. She's a little too endearing, in my opinion. She's uh, she plays a long lost like high school acquaintance that uh, he kind of decides to look up in his soul searching moments, and she has no idea who he is, but is very like earnest, like, "Oh yeah, come on, you know, you should get your life together, you know, come on, it, you know, right. just way too accepting for the weirdness of the scenario." But she was all right, I guess. But <laughs> Overall, I mean, the movie is it's pretty good. It's a good distraction. Um, a little strange seeing Will Ferrell trying to do in this, but not bad. So it's it's pretty good. Hmm. I uh, the Glenn Howerton. I just got a piece of paper. Apparently, it's uh, he plays a, the lilac young tough in Serenity. So it must be like some henchman for hmm. uh, one of those losers. I don't remember. I don't remember their name. You get this ass beat in the bar or something. Who knows? Yeah, it's a possibility. <laughs> That's awesome, though. Super cool. Uh, so why did you end up even catching it? You just ended up just seeing it on TV? You know, uh, we had some friends over, and half of us were playing a board game. The other half were, didn't feel like it, so we were uh, watching TV. And we were looking for comedies, and we this was streaming. You saw Will Ferrell? Like, yeah, Will Ferrell. Ferrell. You know, expecting some comedy, I guess, but... The, it was, I mean, there was a little bit of humor to it, but it was more just kind of offbeat humor. Right. So right. It, we get, took a chance and got something different. I have great news for everybody. Uh, it has officially become the episode where I uh, just keep my feet up the entire time. So I'm just uh, going to look up the at the beautiful uh, tapestries we have in uh, the studio. And I actually, unlike James, I have actually a pure comedy I caught. And I, we've reviewed this before, Bridesmaids. Um, I saw this week, finally. I've been wanting to watch it for a while. And I know a lot of you guys are already ahead of me and have seen it already, but I want to just bring up a couple of things. And I had listened to Jeff's review. I went back and listened to it, and there, and he did a very good job. I thought it was very, I thought it was very funny, and I was, I saw it by myself, and it was still a funny movie, which is a big deal. Like seeing movies on your own and still laughing out loud. Yeah, for comedies. Yeah, it's weird. Doesn't happen all. Yeah, it doesn't happen all that often. But. Um, to not gloss over the plot, but to talk specifics, uh, Kristen Wiig, who <clears throat> big part of this movie, ended up when I when I watched it, I'd seen her before, but I watched it, and she does a great job, pretty much being the center part of all, like almost all the comedy in that whole movie. Like she is in the center of all of it, other than a couple parts with uh, Melissa McCarthy. Um, that it's like pretty much her and i think every i think the whole movie uh, everybody did a pretty good job but um she stood out for sure uh there were a couple parts where like i didn't expect all that much physical com- physical comedy but it ended up just because you know it's um kind of a i don't know is this a girl's movie i don't know but um it was uh it was seriously funny on both the physical com- uh physical comedy and just the the written comedy side of things um a lot of the supporting cast did a great job. I wanted to bring up, I did not notice um, Tim Heidecker is in this movie, who is from uh, the Tim and Eric Awesome show, Great Job. Uh, I, don't even, I almost called it a cartoon. Uh, bizarre. Um, 
Adult Swim show. And it's uh, I didn't know it was him. He plays Maya Rudolph's uh, fiance. So he doesn't even I don't even know if he has a line. He might say like one word. But you see him in the movie a couple times. and I didn't realize it was him until he gave like this really just half ass smile like toward the end. I'm like, boom, that's Tim like that. Like you don't notice it until he just gives this stupid face later on. Like, OK, that, that's kind of like, <laughs> the clincher. Right. Exactly. It was it was, uh, it was pretty hilarious. But um, all in all, a, uh, a really funny movie. Uh, John Hamm. I was going to ask you about John Hamm. He does. Uh, Jeff brought this up too, and John Hamm is pretty fucking hilarious in this movie. It pretty much just plays like uh, um, Kristen Wiig's characters, um, swinging kind of. Uh, yeah, I've seen bits up. and pieces of that. Right, movie. right, and he's in it. He's in it quite quite a few times, and he does a really good job, especially toward the end. But yeah, uh, definitely see this movie, uh, James. You haven't seen it, right? You should definitely. I'm, check s- I'm kind of seeing it in that cable tv version of seeing it where you catch like 20 minutes here 10 right. minutes here i'm starting right. to piece it together and and i think it might be the first time i saw mayor, mayor rudolph do she's kind of plays the the straight man in this and okay. she she does a pretty good job like she has a little bit of a she has some range i did not had not seen before so it's kind of interesting uh but yeah uh definitely see that movie if you haven't i also the i just want to touch on it briefly i saw inception which this is a movie i've seen before and i actually i think i reviewed it i don't know if i reviewed it that weekend i don't know if anyone else had seen it that weekend but james you've seen inception right yeah and yeah i was gonna say how many times did you see it yeah like like, i don't know two or three something like that right like i ended up catching it i think this is the third time i had seen it and i had still sort of like up in the air on how i felt about like the ending and i was kind of pissed off and I don't know. I after after like that just being a movie that you need to see multiple times over. But um, I, I like I I think that movie. Uh, people were probably giving it a little too much credit when it first came out, but I think it is a solid movie overall. Like I just wanted to mention that because that movie when it came out was kind of like a phenomenon, and a yeah. lot of people got polarized on whether they hated it and liked it. But the more I see it, the more I'm convinced it is. I think uh, any good movie is going to get made more of these days than normal, just because it's getting more and more rare to like have a really good movie come out right. in the theaters. Right. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> like was, I'm so ca- so much better than Yogi Bear. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smurfs 3D. This says nothing. Yeah, like yeah. I I uh, I really think they some of the parts piss me off about like the rules they create and how they don't follow all of them, but whatever. That I uh I'm letting it slide. I'm letting it slide, Nolan, and we'll see how your uh, your Batman does coming up. But yeah, come out uh, quick here too. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that was really all I want to discuss. Hopefully, uh, this weekend, as I mentioned before, we're doing this Grey Lakes Relay. Hopefully, I survive so I can do another show and be able to hear the answers to this uh, coming soon Parker Posey, which is uh, my week uh, to ask that question. Uh, last week, the Parker Posey play along was Jim's question, and stuff. And stuff. Uh, and because Jeff's MIA has had no has had no input on the last couple, but uh, this question from James last week was in honor of uh, the release of Magic Mike, which, uh, yeah, we know how fantastic that was. Mm-hmm. Uh, what movie did you see because there was a some there was someone attractive in it? So the rule being, <laughs> you went to see it solely on the, the looks yeah, of a character. you would have seen this movie otherwise. Uh, showgirls did not show up, uh, no, unfortunately. I guess, I guess, uh, I don't even remember. Do you even know that girl's name? I don't even Elizabeth Berth. Berkeley. Berkeley, Elizabeth Berkeley. Yeah. I'm happy you remember her name. Um, Which is weird because I've never seen, like, I was never a Saved by the Bell person. But what? 
Wow. Just being a pop culture person, I know that. Wow. Wow. Uh, so uh, that was a question. James, did you want to bring up anything? Any other any answers, or should we move on to my uh, I just like the fact that two people came up with Fair Game by you know, with Cindy Crawford. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie. Does uh, Have you seen that movie? I've seen it, again, in the cable version. Does just she, five does minutes. She, time is... Does Cindy Crawford uh, spoil her uh, angel image in that movie, or what? Because I of... don't know. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see that much of it. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny that yeah. uh like it yeah, was just... joshua was has been like a lifelong cindy, cindy crawford, crawford fan, fan. Yeah. yeah and then for uh fan noodles to bring it up too it's just too hilarious yeah i couldn't i uh i didn't have like as soon as i read it i was just laughing i'm just like yeah wicks getting screwed that sounds about right <laughs> uh but yeah uh fantastic question james and my question is kind of also on the fun summary kind of uh uh kind of rail here um I was thinking about, you know, Amazing Spider-Man, superhero movies, Batman's coming out soon. That's what, July 21st? Something like that? Uh, yeah, whatever that is. Um, first, 22nd. And I uh, I was thinking on that line and thinking about all the superheroes, I immediately came up with a question in my head. And it was I was having fun with it. I asked a couple people about it, and it seems like a pretty good, pretty solid question. And the question is, if you had to, if you had to guess... Who in Hollywood was a real life superhero or supervillain? Who would it be? Somebody alive would be preferred. Like anything, anybody, writer, director, I don't care. If you had to guess who's an actual superhero or supervillain, who would you pick? And if you want, like, as much background as you want to throw at it, if you want a powers, abilities, awesome. If you've got a name, bonus points, whatever you got. But if you can think of somebody that's an actual superhero or supervillain, I want to hear about it. Who do you? Who would you pick? Um, mine was tough, and I actually had two. Um, and I'm I'm curious. I I, th- I think I'm going with this one. Uh, Sheila Booth. Yeah, right. Not you're thinking what what's Greg talking about? Sheila Booth, Sonic superhero, not a chance. And I think that's where he's done his work because he's widely known as an asshole. Everybody, you know, everybody in the circle knows that he's got some temperament problems. Um, no one, you know, like no one really gets that kind of asshole reputation without working at it pretty hard. And somebody that's trying to get that reputation, I think, uh, might be trying to hide something, maybe some kind of, uh, alternate identity. And I just think it's the perfect cover for somebody that's playing like a Batman-esque, maybe a Superman-esque where he's got some, uh, he's got good in him. It does, it's hard, it's hard to see because he's hiding it. He's saving it for his... His uh, trade-up. I don't have a special name for Sheila Booth. Maybe the LaBooth. <laughs> that sounds pretty awesome. Uh, not very good for his alternate di- identity, but uh, I think he's more of like a Batman kind of gimmick guy where he's got his utility belt and everything like that. But I think he really has good in him. Everybody thinks he's an asshole, but it's just a, it's just a front for his uh, superhero-like uh, abilities. And th- that is that is my answer. Um James, was that a tough one? Were you able to think of something off the top of your head? Uh, yeah, I've got something off the top of my head. Yeah, um, it's not like it's not easy. I was trying to think of super villains. I will mention that uh, we were talking. I was talking with friend of the show and recent guest host uh, Stogues about it, and he liked Walken as a uh, as a possible in between superhero supervillain, like a Magneto type. Yeah, kind of like that. And his ability would be definitely based on voice, because you know Walken's <laughs> got the best voice ever. And, yeah. He would be able to do some mind control abilities with his voice. You know, it's kind of intense, but yeah, 
and of course his his dancing moves are also amazing. But yeah. So, anyways, James, what did uh, what did you think of anybody in Hollywood? What would you what would you pick? Um, I probably thought of this because we were just talking about bridesmaids, but uh, the first thing that popped in my head was John Hamm. Um, as the most likely uh, po- uh most likely super, yeah. I mean, villain. I mean, as far as I mean, he's big in TV and he's you know making a name for him himself in you know the movie world yeah but it doesn't seem like he's a high profile guy in like hollywood hollywood and like if he you know oh so i'm going into this club or you know it just seems like he's kind of down to earth and kind of like tries to keep a low profile kind of like okay i'm an actor but i don't want to draw too much attention to myself kind of thing where he's He's trying to play the low key guy, right? Right, and he has got the jaw for it, for Christ's sake. <laughs> so he's got the me coming from the comic book uh, background can appreciate that jawline. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm picturing um, some kind of you know super strength or maybe some invulnerability action going on or something. But uh, yeah, and I guess from all my impressions from him, from like interviews and stuff like that, he seems like a pretty decent guy too. So he's got a good heart, I think. So that would be my pick. Would be John Hamm. So, uh, super Superman like ability is that what we're going with? Yeah, terms? either a strength or yeah, you know, something with physicality to it. You know, uh, he's possibly maybe he's going to show up, but like he's not signed up for one yet. But maybe he's going to be right. a, yeah. a, a big shot and uh, something coming up. Like I'm sure he's got a uh, put glasses on him. I don't know. I can if I can right, recognize right. him. So you know, who is he? That's a good that's a good answer. If somebody wants to pick somebody that has played a superhero or supervillain, I have no problems with that. But just uh I was thinking about that too. Like, the oh, the villain's right. intriguing. The villain's intriguing. I almost feel like I need one of each now. Yeah. It's it's if you want to bring up two for the boards, James, be my guest. And it's I think it's a great question and hopefully since we're a little lacking on the show today, uh we'll see some extra answers on the boards, but we'll we'll definitely get them to you. And again, uh that question, if you had to pick somebody, anybody in Hollywood that you would suspect as a real life superhero supervillain, who would you think it? Is? Who do you think it is? And if you want to pan out the ability storyline, whatever you got, no problem. That's awesome. And uh, bonus points for uh, a superhero supervillain name. And uh, that'll be at the boards at gungabit.com. And we'll definitely um, we're snapping some things together to make sure everything gets up on Facebook this week. And yeah, James, kind of a, a short episode, but it's a blast as usual. Uh, my whiskey drink is completely out, so I need to go make myself another. But uh, yeah, thank you so much for the input. Thanks for stopping by, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us. Thank you, live listeners. Uh, We will catch you next week. The Mia Servino's Mighty Movie Hour. See you next time.